Welcome to Modern Day Abigails, a women's outreach of Calvary Chapel Pearland. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform, and where we can become the women God created us to be. Ladies, mess omission does not exist with God. It is not possible. So there's no reason not to get real and truthful with Him. There's no reason for you to not just lay it all out there. Um, Does He already know about it? Yeah. He didn't get upset with her. He didn't yell at her. He didn't scream at her. He didn't call her any names. He just sat there with her gently. Yeah. And Jesus is still to this day gentle. He is. Now, is he coming back King of Kings tatted up with Lord of Lords and, you know? Yes. <laughs> tatted it is. Up. It says faithful and true. He's up on his thighs. <laughs> tatted up. Yes. Okay. I'm just saying. All right. I, mean, I like it. I mean, how else is he going to have faithful and truth on, written on his thigh? I mean, maybe oh, there's gosh. another way. There's the I may, up. Hey, I may not be lacking in imagination. I'm just saying he is coming back with the fire yeah. in his eyes. Mm-hmm. But right now, he, he's sitting there. Sitting with you gently saying, come to me, all you who are heavy and laden. If you and have a weary. burden and weary and in, in, in fear, yeah. come to me. I'm right here beside you. It, it, I'm right here with you. All you have to do is accept me. Listen. He, he already knows about, he yes. sees it. He knows it. It's not like you're hiding it from him. No, not at all. He is not going to be surprised when you go before him in heaven. He is not going to go, what? Are you kidding me? Exactly. Uh-uh. No, no. Yeah. So there literally is no point of not telling him. Okay, the point of telling him is not for his benefit. He already knows. Right. It's for years yes. to bring it to the light. light. Listen, lots of things can hide in the darkness, and but they cannot hide in the light. The what? The, I was just going to say, and the Lord can bring it to light just between you two have a private meeting. Yeah. Or he can bring it up between lots of people if you need it that, done that way. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's not above that no. if, if he if, has to use that. Yeah, because he will get your attention yep. if he has to bring it up. Because he's going to keep his other people safe. Just like he was telling your husband. Yep. Do you want your sin exposed? Yeah, because I, I will guarantee it. you he wasn't going to do it privately. No, he was going to expose it if he didn't get his <laughs> yes. act together. I still do this day. don't know what it is. That's okay. I don't, don't need to know. You don't need to know. It's between him and the Lord. Yep. Yep. Um, however, we do have an enemy, and yes. our enemy yes. wants that to stay yes. hidden because he likes to pull it out whenever he, he use, can. Yeah, he wants to use it against yeah, you. Use it against us. Yep. You know what you are? This is what oh, you are. Yeah. And you have to remind him, no, I'm not. Oh, Jesus yeah. died for that. You're, ladies, I, in fact, Ray mentioned this today on the podcast he was doing with somebody. You know, when the enemy brings up your shame, your guilt, and you've asked for forgiveness, and he brings it up again, if you accept the enemy's words, you're basically saying, Jesus, you didn't do anything. They use it in a different context, but the same thing is if if, if I feel shameful, if I've gone to the Lord and said, Lord, forgive me like I did, Lord, forgive me what I did, and an enemy says, hey, look what you did and look what you are, if I accept the enemy's voice, I'm saying, Jesus, you didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So I have to tell the enemy, no, Jesus died for me. you got to go away now. Yeah, because I'm no longer that person we once were, but I'm no longer. I'm a new creation. 
Yeah. And that's another thing. That's a red flag that the enemy yes. uses. We need to be paying attention yes. because he likes to use it against us as often as we will allow it. Yes, exactly. You know, and we have to be paying attention Yes, um, to that because allowing him to use it, it puts us right back in the dark. Exactly. It and that's where he wants to put us. Right back Does in anything, the dark. Let's, let's look at that. Does anything ever grow in the dark? No. Maybe a mushroom. I'm like, I don't really know, but I'm going to go with nothing healthy. No, no I was to say, a mushroom. And I hate mushrooms, well, so there you go. <laughs> mushrooms are a fungus anyway. They cannot make food on their own. They, huh. they have to, they can only get their food from other things. So oh, they cannot produce true. their own. So poop. pretty much dead stuff. Did y'all hear me say that? Poop. Yep. And dead stuff, rotten <laughs> stuff. You know, that's what, so, so other than that, nothing grows in the darkness. Everything grows in the light. We need sunshine. And you don't want to be a fungus. No, you don't want to be a fungus among us. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Listen. Back to the light. Um, there is, we do not want to go to the dark side. No, it didn't and that, work out there either. <clears throat> sorry, that was funny. Okay, and that is why that brings me to my next point. It is important for you to get an accountability partner, and we have said this time and time and time again. Don't pick somebody who's messed up as you. No, exactly. Or someone who's the opposite sex, because that yeah, creates yeah, don't an do that intimacy. Either. If you're already having an issue with men, like a brother, don't pick a man no, counselor. Yeah, a man no, counselor. If it's a, a brother or a cousin, that's that's different. I would say not even that, because you're going to need to somebody be talking to somebody that can you can get real. Right. Well, sometimes with. some people have a good relationship with their brother or cousin that they can get real with. That's true. I never had a brother. Yeah. And so um I could get real yeah, with my brother now. So. But there are some but I've known I've known girls who had such a great relationship with a brother that they they went to them for everything. I never had that. Okay, we're so just saying, if it's your brother, yeah, somebody you're not yeah. going to get into a sexual yeah, relationship exactly, with. Exactly. Because that that can create an intimacy and it's the door you don't want to open. And if they are, if that opposite sex is married, that's an absolute yeah, no, 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 do yeah. not confide. And, and he's it, my best friend. No, yeah. no, he's no. not. His wife is his best yeah. friend. You are not, not the you. best friend. And if you're best friends with the wife, he's still not the person to go to. Agreed. Yeah. Pick a, pick a Agreed. female that you can, and it may not be your best friend. It may not be a friend, hardly a friend at all. It might be a pastor's wife. It yeah. might be uh, someone, um, maybe one of the elders' wives. There's, you know, the elders in the church, or um, everybody has a different one. There's deacons and their wives. It might be someone like that. You might need to go see about a counselor. Yeah, nothing you know, wrong with a counselor. Nothing wrong with that. What we're saying is find somebody, they may not be your BFF, but find somebody that you can talk to about your walk with the Lord, somebody to mentor you and somebody who you can get real and with trust. and trust and you can literally lay it out. This person is not going to be judging you. They're going to be helping yes. you and you need somebody who's going to be truthful with you. Not even if it hurts yet. Exactly. Not somebody who's going to sugarcoat your mess because that's how you got where you are. Right. Yeah. Okay. We've had to do that. We've had to be real with each other and go, hmm. Yeah, I don't think that's right. <laughs> yeah. No, this is how it this is how it is. Love you and I bless you. Um, Sorry. We gotta be real. 
Oh, yeah. So um, Anna and I use each other as our accountability yes. partner. And, uh, you know, sometimes we got deep, deep, dark mm-hmm. secrets. And, and the um, Lord sometimes tells us it tells the other person about it. He said, hey, I talked to you because the Lord told me this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fun conversation. Oh, yeah. But it does happen. Because sometimes um, you want to look up and go, really? You could have just told me. And the Lord goes, <laughs> would you listen? And then yeah. you have to go, well, no. Exactly. But you still could have told me. <clears throat> Yeah, you could have told me that you were going to tell her. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, um, okay. So, what's our next topic? Okay. So, I lost my place. Uh, that's okay. Me. I don't even. I didn't know. We're, are we I think almost we're, done? We're kind of almost done. Not quite. Well, to no. me, we're on page seven of twelve. Well, I added a few notes, so we're on page seven. According okay, to my notes. A, we've already done Six, that page. Seven. Okay. See, I never my pages. You do okay. See, that's the difference between us. I don't number mine. What? No. How? How do you know what page you're on? I flip the page. What if they fell on the floor? Well, then I'm in trouble. You've never had your papers <laughs> fall on the floor, have you? Uh, I probably have, but I guess I don't care. I'm one of those who's just going to have to read it and figure it out. I know some people probably wonder how we get along so well when we're so opposite. We are. We are. In, there are certain things that we yeah. are very opposite in. Yes. Okay, so let's get back to our girl. Okay, so she was trying to pull the mess omission card, but after the Lord pulled the truth card on her instead, she was a little bit shocked. But you know what? The Lord did not chastise her or belittle her or rag on her or throw throw some guilt and shame on her. He simply spoke truth Mm -hmm. into her life. He spoke healing and a better way into her life. And then he told her who she was. No, he told her who he was. And that was the one that she, she, he was the one she has been waiting for. Yes. That's the love that she's been looking for. And uh, and what did she do? She ran to tell the others she could no longer contain her excitement. No, when you've had an encounter with Jesus, you don't want to keep it to yourself. No. You've got to tell everybody. So uh, did Jesus have to stop and get a drink from her? No. He's Jesus. He would have been fine without a drink of water. He could but have made that, his own. Yep, exactly. But that was his daughter. She was at the well, and she was full of hurt and pain and shame, and he didn't want to wait another minute to tell her there was a better way, a way full of life and living water. And Jesus is our living water. Amen. Okay, so let's finish the last few lines before we go any further. We're going to actually backtrack to 28 again, and then we're going to, uh, so we're going to do 28 through 33. Um, and yes, no, we have actually not finished the scriptures, but we're going to. Okay, so the woman, the woman then left her water pot with it's, her. I'm sorry, just in case you're just now tuning in, it's John chapter 4, verse 28. Yes, John four twenty-eight. Um, the women, the woman left her water pot 
went her way into the city and said to the men, come see a man who told me all the things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Then they went out of the city and they came to him. In the meantime, his disciples urged him saying, Rabbi, eat. And he said to them, I have food to eat of which you do not know. Therefore, the disciples said to one another, has anybody brought him anything to eat? Okay, so the same man who made all the fish and the I know bread, but I, okay. I loved it. Okay, like okay, so her story stops here, but we're going to read the next few verses because I want you to see how important it is that Jesus he pursues us. He wants us to know him. And, and think about it. I mean, I love how she said, "Could this be the Christ?" That means she's been waiting. She yeah. knew that there was a Messiah. We had already saw that. She knew that yeah. he, that, she that Christ he was, was coming. coming. Yeah, he was coming. So she's been waiting for him to come. So yeah. this is a good time to talk about, are we waiting for Jesus to come back for us? We're waiting. As believers in Jesus Christ, we're ready and waiting for yeah. him to come. And this is what we're supposed to be doing, telling others about Jesus. And that's what she's doing. She goes, is this the Messiah? She goes, he's been waiting for him. And now she's saying, this is probably him. I got to go tell everybody. Exactly. Come see, come, come see. see, come see. Okay. So Jesus said to them, verse 34, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Do you not say there are still four months and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, look, lift up your eyes and look at the fields for they are already white for harvest. Jesus is talking about souls. He is not talking about wheat. Right. And he who reaps, receive wages and gathers fruit for eternal life that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. For in this, the saying is not true. For in this the saying is true, one who sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you have not labored. Others have labored and you have entered into their laborers. So listen, girls, he pursues us with love and truth. And most of the time he actually uses people to do that. So our gal, our gal, she only got a handful of verses, but she has a powerful, powerful testimony. And it was mine, too. But maybe it was yours. Maybe you are still her. Maybe you no longer want to be her. There is always a way out. You can always email us and we would be honored to pray with you and see where the Lord leads you. But we want you to know you are not alone and you don't have to be. And your story doesn't have to stop there. You didn't go do verses 39 through 42, did you? No, go for it. Okay. Because it says, and many of the Samaritans of that city believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified. He told me all that I ever did. Think about it. She went from being this woman with a whole bunch of men to all of a sudden the ones that she goes and tells everybody what Jesus did. And now there's people coming to believe because of what she did. Even though she was ashamed, she was guilty. She had all this junk. She left it behind told everyone because she was no longer ashamed because Jesus took that shame away. Then it says in verse 40, this is uh, John chapter 4, verse 40. So when the Samaritans had come to him, they urged him to stay with them. And he stayed there two days. And many more believed because of his own word. 
Then they said to the woman, this is how we get to end her, her story ends for what we see. But I bet you she kept telling people about Jesus after this. But what we see is it says, then they said to the woman, now we believe, not because of what you said, for we ourselves have heard him. And we know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. He took a messed up woman. Yes. To tell everybody about Jesus. Yes. They start coming to belief. Yes. And now more people are coming to belief and knowing that, that is, he is the Christ, who is the Savior of the world that she'd been waiting on. This could be your story, yes. too. It your, doesn't have to just be no, hers. And it doesn't have to stop where you are. Your story does not have to end in uh, uh, being in depression. It doesn't have to end in being feeling guilty. It doesn't have to end feeling mm. like you're useless. It can end with you saying, Jesus, I'm sorry for what I've done. I have messed up and I can't pay the debt that is owed, meaning the debt of sin, because he said the wages of sin is death, but the gift of eternal life is Christ Jesus, our Lord. So, Lord, I accept this gift. I accept you. I accept that I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe my heart that he is raised from the dead. I believe this, Lord, and I believe that you are raised from the dead, and I ask you to be my Lord of my life. And you can pray this prayer, and then you can start asking the Lord to show you, to reveal to you what you need to change. Maybe it is getting, if you're married, this is different. I'm not talking about people who are married. But if you're in a relationship that's not healthy, get out of your relationship. Yes, it's going to hurt. but that brief pain will be better than an overall life of pain. If you're married, do what you can do to save your marriage, if possible. Now, if there's abuse in the marriage, if there's cheating in the marriage, back up, find someone safe to be with until you can see what the Lord says to do. Everybody's different. The Lord told Joanna something. He told me something. He's told other people things. But your story does not have to stop there because at the woman of the well, we see her story didn't stop there. She started telling everybody about Jesus and they came to belief. Because of this woman who had Amen. six men. Mm-hmm. That, but that no, now we don't see her that. At the end of the story, we see her as the woman at Healed. the well. Um, how did they end it? Uh, it went to sleepy. It said, um, now we believe not because of what you said, for we ourselves have heard him and we know that he is indeed the Christ. People are claiming Jesus as their Savior because of what she started. Because of her story. And listen, the Lord will use your yes. story too. He can, if you allow it. We're living proof of that. Yeah, yeah. We have messed up stories. But um, I don't know about Joanna, but I know I didn't tell anybody for a long time. Oh, I didn't talk about it. I was separated for four years before anybody even actually knew it. I was too wow. ashamed to tell anybody. Only like three people knew. That's because they were our friends already. Right. I was too ashamed. I told some, I mean, I was like, now mine was the opposite. I kind of did tell a whole lot of people. I didn't tell them the abuse I'd gone through. I just told them I was relieved that I had gotten, you know, away from them, but nobody understood why I was so relieved. And people were saddened, but they didn't know the abuse part. And they didn't know that the Lord had released me because I didn't ask for it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, that was something he wanted to do. And then, you know, my dad did take over because he wasn't helping. He wasn't doing anything. And he knew, I, I think my dad figured it out after a while that what had happened. And he was going, he took care of it. Yeah. And so I the Lord does everything different. I didn't, and I didn't want to be a divorced woman. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even either. want to tell anybody that mm-hmm. I was separated or even headed towards divorce because I did not want to be a divorced woman. I hate divorce. I still hate divorce. The Lord chose not to um, 
save is that the right word save my marriage right. no well, um he didn't rest he didn't come he in just and not to restore it yeah he didn't restore it because because he knew the heart of your ex-husband Right, but I know uh, other couples that there was yeah. infidelity, and he uh, restored it. He did. Both of them came to the Lord. They both repented. They both um, worked on their marriage uh, through the Lord, and the Lord healed them. That is not the route the Lord took with me, and that is okay. Your story is going to be different. Right. I thought the Lord was going to do something different because everything started changing. Every He yeah. answered my prayer. Hey, he got more money. This and that. We weren't arguing. Yeah. Bam. Hey, we need to get divorced. I got somebody moving in. What? What? Yeah. I mean, the Lord does what He's going to do, and and um, we just have to be right. along for the ride because the ride is going to be uh, sometimes crazy, sometimes joyful, um, you know, uh, sometimes wild. It's just it's going to be like a little roller coaster, but all of that's temporary because when he gets done untangling yes. our mess, which by the way, didn't get tang- tangled overnight. It's not going to get untangled overnight. He can certainly do that because he is God. I haven't personally seen him do it that way, but um, I'm sure that he can and does, but that also means that we miss out on the journey because in everybody wants to be hurry up and be at the end, including myself, because we don't want to be going through it. But in the middle is where the Lord does his healing. It's where we learn about ourselves. It's where we learn about Jesus. It's where we get to learn about relationship and get closer to him. It's where all of our, our, um, all the good parts actually happen. Right. Let's use the butterflies as an example. I love using it for kids because it works out real good. Because butterflies start out as worms. They're not actual caterpillars, I found out. They're more like worms. And they, what do they do? They walk around and eat leaves. Then they go to a a larvae or a crystallis stage, right? Or as a cocoon. What we most people don't realize, unless you've read, you know, you're kind of crazy like I am and read about it. When it goes into that cocoon, it actually eats itself. It actually destroys its old self. And then... Wow. Yeah, it does. It, it, it's like its own juices eats itself, and it, so it dissolves itself. And, in, and the Lord tells us that, to die to ourselves. That's why he says it's in invisible qualities. We have to die to ourselves. Then when the butterfly emerges... He has to flap his wings to dry out and get the the juices flowing into his wings so he can even fly. It's not an easy process. In fact, uh, I had read a story where this person helped a butterfly get out of the cocoon. The butterfly could never fly because it didn't have the strength it needed. It had to go through that trial to get the strength it needed to fly. And then the thing about the butterfly is it flies and drinks nectar. It no longer walks around eating leaves. Mm -hmm. So the butterfly cannot look back and say, I wish I were a caterpillar or a worm because it can't be. But the worm can't say, I want to be a butterfly without going through the process. That's one of my kids' books. It's a fabulous analogy because our trials are almost identical to that. Exactly. We have to die to ourselves to be able to become strong enough to fly. And not that the butterfly is useless, not flying. It's very pretty has lots of things it can do until it flies, but it has to it has to grow. It has to change. It has to change. And you can't go back. No. He will never be able to go back into himself. Transform. Yes. And it's complete transformation. Yeah. Not partial. And it's glorious. Yes. So like she said, don't I know the trial's hard. <laughs> we know the trial is hard. It's so hard. But don't give up. 
send us an email. We'll send mm-hmm. you back a prayer of encouragement. Yep. We don't mind. Go to the website, modern day, modern day com. You can go to the website. It goes to our church. There's a place in there where you can say you need some feedback. We'll get it. What's our email? Does it say at the end of this? Hmm. I think so. Is it on our little? I think it's modern day Abigail's at gmail.com. Yes. Let's, let's, yeah. I think that's you can it. Do that. Or go to the website. I should you know that it's on my you can laptop. Send there too. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So send us something if you want to. Like I said, we'll we'll type you out a prayer. We'll send you out a prayer. We're not the type that goes, hey, I'll pray for you. <laughs> no, we type you out a prayer. We'll type you out a prayer. Give you some good scriptures. Yep. We'll give you scriptures. Scripture. You know, we're not counselors or anything, but we can nope. we can teach you what we learned. Yep. And ladies, we've been through a lot. We've been through a lot. But and some of you might have been through more than us. That's true. So, all right. I guess you're we, not alone. Nope, you're not. No, please please remember that. You're not alone. You're not Don't alone. Don't isolate yourself like the Samaritan woman. She isolated herself. Exactly. But Jesus came and joined her. Yep. And then she was the one out in the middle of everybody telling everybody about Jesus. Yep. Look at her transformation. Yeah, she transformed I mean, now that was a quick transformation. <laughs> yeah. I got to go tell everybody now. Yeah. She did. And everybody's like, yeah. hey, we believe you. Two days later, they're like, hey, it's not just because you told us, but because we have experienced it ourselves. Yeah. So, but she was an instrument. Yeah. Her journey, her journey might have been very long, though. We don't know yeah, exactly. what her journey was before Jesus got there. So. Exactly. Well, we know it was um, six men's worth of journey. Yeah. Right. And I doubt they were pillars of the community. Right. Sure, there was a lot of abuse. I'm sure. But you know what also comes with that? Forgiveness. Yeah. You have to forgive because if you don't forgive, then what was the point of Jesus dying on the cross for us? Yeah. Why did he get beaten? You know, why did he get, you know, um, the, oh, what do you call the lash thingy that rips out your skin? Whipped. Yeah, but it was more than that. It was because it had like shells and stuff on it and it rips your skin off. And he had to walk, and he was naked, and I mean, they didn't, it's not like he had food or anything, and they nailed him to a cross. You know, if we don't forgive, what was the point of Jesus going through all that suffering for us if we if we don't forgive? Because he forgave us, yeah, and we did a lot worse to him. So yeah. we have to forgive. And then for, from forgiveness, we can ask for him to heal our broken hearts. Luke 4.18 says, Jesus came to heal a broken heart so that he could set the captive free. We're captive when we're not forgiving. We torture ourselves when mm-hmm. we don't forgive. So when if you have been in abuse, forgive that person. And don't and if you say, "Well, they don't deserve it," why would you deserve Jesus to forgive you? Right. But he says you. He said it's not about deserving. He said it's a gift. Gifts and, you don't pay for. Gifts you don't deserve. And maybe they don't deserve it. But that's not the point of forgiveness. No, it's not. It, you know, forgiveness is is all about. For your sake. Because Jesus didn't make us deserve being forgiven. Yeah. If we had to be deserved to be forgiven, could you imagine if we'd actually ever get forgiven? And the truth is, the person that hurt Mm -hmm. you, they probably do not care. Give one flying flip if you forgive them or not. Right. So it's just for you because you, yeah. it's so you don't torture yourself. Yeah. Forgive them. Because it's not worth it. Right. Ask the Lord to, uh, to heal your broken heart. You wanna, yeah. You want to? We, we do. We have anything else? We do not, ladies. We love y'all. We do. Do you want to close us out in prayer? No, you want to. Okay, Abba Father, Holy One of Israel, we thank you for this time, and Lord, we are asking you in the mighty name of Jesus that anybody who is listening who is not a believer, who has not given their life to you, Lord, we are asking you give them the ability to repent and that you would save them. 
And Lord, as you save them, we're asking you for you to heal their broken hearts. Lord, as they are, you're healing your broken, their broken hearts, that they would be a mighty instrument for you, Lord. Just be like that woman at the well who started telling everybody about who you are. The Messiah is here. The Christ is here, Lord, that they would say that he's here to forgive and he's coming back for us. Because he said he would never leave us or forsake us. So we're asking in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, that you would touch these ladies who are listening, that the Holy Spirit would be there to speak to them, to open their eyes, their ears, and their hearts, Lord, and that you would get, help them to, for, to heal. Lord, we ask this in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. And ladies, our next series is going to be doing what is right, not what's easy. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's where we're going to That's right. That's so not easy. Be ready. Forget about that. <laughs> we Ooh. love you. We cherish you. And we pray over you. Yeah. We love you. We love you, gals. Bye. All right. Bye. And thank you for listening. Thank you for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encourage you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over. Music